Okay, let's try and be serious. <laughs> Guys, seriously, what's up? It's the sisters you've never had. And that friend who just gets it. It's Kylie. It's Lauren. And you are listening to Be You Sis. Let's laugh, let's get motivated, and most importantly, let's get inspired. We're here for free life advice every Wednesday. I repeat, every single Wednesday. Let's, let's do, do it. it. <laughs> Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Hump day. The girls are back. And we're better than than ever. ever. Yeah, (laughs) baby. Um, If this is your first time stopping by, you're a new listener, we welcome you. We hope that, you know, we can give you a little insight. We can motivate you, inspire you, educate you, make you laugh. We assume if you're listening to us, you're on that (laughs) self-love growth healing journey and we hope that we can just make a little bit of a difference and to all of our loyal listeners our listeners who just keep coming back for more and more you know how much we love your support um and you know if this episode or any episode resonates with any of you Make sure to send it to a friend, a family member, whoever mm-hmm. that you think could really get something out of it. And yeah, just let them know. And shoot us a DM and be like, hey, girl, that episode you said or did, that shit was so rocking. <laughs> <laughs> but, or maybe don't that, say that. Maybe don't say that. Um, and, you know, we're a judgment-free zone, so feel, feel aligned to say whatever your soul feels like saying you know what i mean um we don't judge unless you do weird shit like make fun of little babies and like special needs then we judge you (laughs) then we're gonna judge you other than that do your thing um if you're not following us on instagram give us a follow at bu sis podcast we have been upping our content lately trying to get you know y'all to engage in us on social media on instagram we're trying to make that a healthy and vulnerable and fun space rather than just like a comparison down the rabbit hole type of space (laughs) if you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and we're we're starting to learn a little bit about tiktok yeah we're getting a little better so the the joke of lauren and i is that like i just like ask her of everything like (laughs) and i just like hop up and do work yeah she's like yeah sure okay yeah fine she literally dressed up as a legit boy today and we did a tiktok (laughs) as if we were if we were in a relationship because it's about today's episode um and she looked like a legit man like i looked good (laughs) i didn't look that bad no you on it you were tall you were like dark dark tall handsome (laughs) we're like watching the unclip i'm like kylie like we look like we're a legit couple in this lovers like looking at me like i could do this for the rest of my life Should we like say like you're clearly a man? Uh, yeah. My boyfriend was bidding us and he was like, Lauren, you literally just like, like look like, like a lesbian. Yeah. Which is like cool, that's fine, obviously, but she's <laughs> yeah. like not, so yeah. she may not want to portray herself as something she is. Yeah, so he was like, I was like, that's so true. I'm like, are they gonna just think I'm like a lesbian or yeah, like, like I'm dressing up like wears. a dude? Like I don't know. Like man's clothes with like legit flat like tops yeah. backwards. Snapbacks. <laughs> Snap <laughs> the flat brim. I mean it's cool, but that's not her thing. So no. we don't want people. They would have been like, Whoa, quick style change, Lauren. <laughs> and then we're like, no, let's make it. Anyone who doesn't get the memo is a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because we don't really know much about TikTok. And I always wondered, like, 
Yeah, it's like the new thing. people actually engage in TikTok in like a healthy way, like oh, to get like tips and stuff like no, that. You think? Not no, not at all. Yeah. TikTok is so. I actually. So was, we're just doing ours for no reason. No, but there are people <laughs> on there that like are like doctors use TikTok and yeah, stuff like that. But yeah. most people that use TikTok is to like literally like find out how their boyfriend is like cheating on them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like toxic. Yeah, I hope yeah. they listen to be assist this week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, give us a follow on Instagram if you want more of a community. You want to be you know vulnerable in a private space mm-hmm. then you should definitely follow our private facebook group it's called bu sis zoom gals it's a little different because we meet virtually twice a month via zoom um not everyone in the group does that there's a there's a few girls that have you know religiously the last few weeks but um you don't have to so you can literally just join it to just be part of a community of like-minded females to just get advice ask for advice give advice whatever you want the group's been growing a lot so we'll put that link in the bottom of our show notes you can just kind of click it and join add friend and be a part of the community you know what i mean (laughs) Um, as we always say every week i feel like we're broken records if you don't want to follow us on instagram you don't want to be part of the bu sis group um you just you know are like you know what i don't give a shit about your podcast but i really need advice from you so like help me out well you can text us anonymously we have a phone number you can text us we don't know who it is you can ask us for advice you can ask us for relationship help whatever your heart is. is feeling you can text us and we won't know who the hell you are yes. um the phone number will also be in our show notes but i'll say to you right now it's 857-437-1871 shoot us a text and <laughs> drum roll please <laughs> we have white four white beanies left four <laughs> white beanies, beanies. left That's okay good. and now for the next um what do they say like that, that was good show? you that just sounded good. like like a a broadcaster kind of <laughs> well i was this yeah, back no, in the um we've been selling beanies for a few months now and we um got like another another load <laughs> don't say. another load of the beanies another, like shipment and then we got six so we haven't been able to sell them but we have four of them they're white so if anyone wants any of those get them off our hands <laughs> so today's episode is a solo one i'm gonna kick lauren out I'm in a out. little bit so I'm if you listen just to hear lauren's cute raspy little voice and you guys can leave jokes, with me now leave just but kidding. if you want to stay and listen to me do what i do best which is just talk <laughs> to myself and talk and um, talk and get inspired <laughs> and you know leave with a, a good change in your perspective yeah, then you should totally definitely sit here and listen to what i have to say it's gonna be a good um, one so today's episode is all about the five practices that you can actually start like right now today um, in order to really improve your struggling relationship and it doesn't even need to be a struggling relationship right like maybe you have I think often when we say like struggling it's like health unhealthy and toxic it can be so totally healthy but maybe you guys are just struggling a little bit yeah Um, and these are five practices that I've been implementing in my daily living when it comes to my intimate relationship but it can be about friendships or other it doesn't have to be an intimate relationship it can be any relationship Mm -hmm. but um these are practices that I've been working on and my boyfriend has been working on and they've been like insanely transformative and it's been only a short amount of time. So I started reading this book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff in Love, um, Simple Ways to Nurture and Strengthen Your Relationships. It was written by Richard and Christine Carlson. 
they were married and he passed away but not mm-hmm. they were married but now they're divorced so that's how good their their, their advice is <laughs> yeah no, right he passed away um my mom gave this to me and it's amazing so that's where the inspo comes from i'll put that in the show notes as well because this is really there's only two other books that have changed my life it's a book by giselle and a book by yoga girl yeah and this is number three this i can tell is literally on the brink of changing my relationship yeah. and changing um my life because i feel like a lot of people can relate just with quarantine oh my god like so much going on i feel like yes. it's, it's we wrote this today lauren said this it's easy to just kind of take out that energy on the people we love yeah that you're constantly around exactly but in even more than that i feel like when we're stuck with ourselves it's just it's where we have like a hundred thoughts a day yeah. it's so easy to overanalyze those thoughts more than a hundred thoughts a day yeah. more like a hundred a minute you think so <laughs> yeah really? how many thoughts a day do you think we have dude i would say like i'm sure we can look it up um eight hundred thousand <laughs> <laughs> well how many minutes are in the day i'm you dead serious 800 i'm gonna guess thousand? no i'm gonna guess like 10 5 to 10 okay 000. how many thoughts per minute experts estimate that the mind thinks between 60,000 to 80,000 oh. thoughts a day oh i said 800 thousand. <laughs> yeah um, yeah that's 80, 500 thoughts per hour that's insane that's crazy your mind doesn't stop so yeah so it doesn't stop so chances are it's going to overanalyze and think negative thoughts when you know you're in quarantine there's so much unknown you don't know what's going to happen next so your mind unfortunately just goes right to the negative so i think a lot of people even those healthy relationships even those relationships that will be okay no matter what um are probably struggling right now and i've definitely dealt with this personally my boyfriend and i moved in together in september and it's been a bumpy bumpy road (laughs) (laughs) we've just been having so many meltdowns like (laughs) rock bottoms and i'm just like okay something's gotta fucking give because we are beautiful together we love each other we don't want to ever ever break up so like let's figure this shit out so that's when i got this book from my mom and it really just helps me change um the perspective that I have and, and really look at things in a different way. Right. right. So before we get into that, Lauren, I just kind of want to ask you um, a fun little question. Okay. What is on your heart in your mind right now? Oh, right now. Like, the second. Actually, I will tell you, I feel, I haven't, I will say I haven't really felt like a lot of like stress or anxiety lately. Mm-hmm. I will say I feel like after the holidays kind of slowed down. Um, but one thing I've really just been like thinking about and like missing, like I love being around like like I'm with Kylie every day, like my family. Like I miss just like seeing my friends. Yeah. For like sure. and I know a lot like a lot of people can like relate to this in a sense just because of the world right now. Um, but like I don't have like my super close friends that live like ten minutes away from me. Like my all of my friends were all best friends from school. Like the closest one is like an hour away. So like when we all see each other, it's just like a whole thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's a plan. It like a whole plan. And like lately I've just really been fucking like missing that. Yeah, but I've for sure. also I don't think we've I think we forget sometimes. We we do, yeah. And I kind of forgot that. about it until I've also realized though, like I'm really proud of myself because lately, like a few days ago, it was my birthday and I was supposed to see all my friends mm-hmm. and I couldn't because I'm sick. And like if this was a year ago, I honestly think I would have like thrown up 
pity party, party like temper yeah, tantrum yeah, and like sure. been so mad at it all yeah. day and like the following days i'm just like you know what like it is it's what it is and yeah. like i was you fine find the, you find the, the like beauty in the small yeah and yeah. i've just like that was one thing that i've like recognized about myself mm-hmm. and i was like wow you know good job lauren because yeah. like when you actually sit back and think about it for a second i was like damn like i wouldn't have done that if it was even a few right. months ago i don't yes, think exactly so, like that was one thing that i've realized I and something that. that i'm missing but just something small i can relate a little bit to that in the sense where um so lauren and i whatever it's not a fucking secret lauren and i have covid yeah um, like, we, <laughs> we have like, co- i we know don't tell people because i'm like we don't i'm sick be, be like oh my god are you okay like you know what i mean yeah but whatever we have covid we got it um during the holidays so we've been quarantining for two weeks and this is where it's relatable to lauren because um before this i was like really like i hadn't worked in like a month or so just not a month but a couple weeks just because holidays holidays i went away for a weekend the money hasn't been as good just because of all like the regulations and the rules and then i find out i have covid so it's like okay two more weeks of not working and i we had to pay our rent which is it's a pretty big bill yeah um and I could have really went in a downward spiral yeah. spiral of what the timing of this is awful. Yes. Like how could in new year's I was in bed at 10. Right. Yeah. And we were supposed to hang out with our friends, right. whatever. So I could have been like, Oh my God, God, like how could you do this mm-hmm. to me? You know, I'm already struggling with money right now. And you're gonna, you know, take that away from me for two weeks. I'm yes. not gonna be able to enjoy new year's. Exactly. Lauren can't go enjoy her birthday. Like, you know, blah, 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 blah. But in, and you know what, if this was a year, even two years ago, but, I yeah. would have had that pity party. Right. I don't know how long it would have lasted, but I, I, I would have. have. And mm-hmm. instead, not only did I not have that p- pity party, but I truly looked at it as this was real. You know, this was really the universe just being like, Kylie, you know, learn how to rest. Like, yeah. This is when you need to learn how to rest because the mm-hmm. week before I was sick, I ironically or conveniently, I don't know the fucking word, um, <laughs> took the week off. So I rested all week. I forced myself. To oh, rest, yeah. And it was so fucking uncomfortable. Like, I'm so awkward. <laughs> like, I'm so awkward when I so rest. So awkward. <laughs> like, I walked up. I came home from work and I was sitting on the couch with the TV on. And, like, she just looked, like, so weird laying on the couch. So uncomfortable. Like, I'm like, are you good? Like, not it yeah. at all. Um, so, I ha- so I really, like, forced myself to, to learn how to rest and figure out when to and, and to be uncomfortable. It sounds so silly, but, like, that was really, like, an uncomfortable thing for me. And yeah. then, you know, Corona or Corona. COVID, I got Corona. COVID and then I really had to rest and I found the little things and I enjoyed it. Like yes, I enjoyed resting. Right. I learned mm-hmm. how to be like, wow, I have nothing to do today. I can yes. sleep until 11 and not feel bad about it. Or wow. Like I'm not going to do any work today. Or I yeah. literally, there's a day where Dylan and I watched movies all day. Yes. I can't tell you the last time I did that. Exactly. And instead of feeling bad about it, I was just like, okay, you know what? My body is signaling me to slow yeah. the fuck down. Not saying I got, sick because i was running around because covid's different obviously but it forced me to rest it forced me to slow down Mm -hmm. and i was just kind of grateful for that and it almost kind of like had me it also had me have so many like epiphany not epiphanies but just me i had a lot of realization totally like by myself having Mm -hmm. to think having to write and things like that so you know not only was i like proud of myself for not having a meltdown but i was proud of myself for just forcing myself to be uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and to learn how to fucking rest right that's something that i'm like i need to do but i finally did it and Mm -hmm. i really learned how to do it and now i just 
have learned that and I feel better from it. Right. You know? Yeah, totally. So again, it's all about kind of perspective. Mm -hmm. Your perspective can be, fuck, I'm not going to work for the next two weeks. I'm not going to be able to celebrate New Year's. Right. But what is that going to do? Yeah. What is it going to do? You're just going to be miserable and negative. I did that for so long. completely out of your control. Yeah. So let's change it. Right. Right. Okay. How about the, let's look at through a different lens. You know, I can learn something from Mm -hmm. this. And I'm all about in the season of, you know, everything that happens to me even if it's something little and Mm -hmm. small I really feel like it's for a reason I'm learning something from it totally and I feel like that's going to carry over into what you're about to be talking about totally so well it's totally going to carry over into what I'm talking about before I let Lauren go I just want to leave leave you guys with something funny so we were watching a movie me Lauren and her boyfriend and Dylan and we were all farting like all day, <laughs> oh, yeah. like literally all day. And we have very, very smelly farts, bad. me especially. Kind of and bad. no one knew because none of us can smell. So like we were all just ripping ass. I was waiting for my boyfriend and Lauren to be like, Kylie, what the fuck? Because they usually really get mad. And I was literally like cuddling all my boyfriend, just shitting myself. Like our and apartment he said nothing. And this is <laughs> I didn't know that he didn't smell yet. And I'm like, oh, my God. Is he, does he just like not care like have we turned a new leaf this is amazing <laughs> and then lauren's like is anyone ripping ass right now i've just been farting for the last hour can anyone smell because <laughs> we all lost our smell and our taste like if some outsider walked up into our upstairs oh they'd probably God. pass I away no i don't even want to know, know what that would smell like oh, oh my, my god, god. We're like we're sitting on the toilet going to the bathroom we're just like do to do to do just like sitting in our own stench yeah. <laughs> i cannot smell a fucking thing dude it's insane <laughs> you know oh. i know that's so fucking disgusting some people might be like i'm, I'm exiting out. out of this podcast that's cool that's fine we don't need you anyways um, but i just thought <laughs> it's that hilarious was so, funny, so i wanted to share that with you guys um lauren i'll see you all right i'll see you later. on the other side love guys, you guys i will see you on the other side don't miss me too much Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Kylie's solo episode. Five practices you can start right now, today, that I promise will strengthen your relationship. You know, it doesn't have to be a bad relationship either. I mean, if you are in a bad relationship, I hope you just fucking break up with them. But, you know, you could actually have a really beautiful relationship. And I think incorporating these practices into your daily living when it comes to your relationship can really only strengthen it. You know, like Lauren and I was talking earlier, I think a lot of people, or maybe it's just a personal thing, but I think a lot of people are struggling with quarantine right now and their relationships. I mean, we're not able to go out and really like socialize with our people. We're stuck you know, home every day. If we live with our significant others, it's almost like we're just finding things to just be annoyed about. Like, oh my God, you looked at me with your left eye, your left eye winked when you just looked at me. Like, how could you do that? Like, we're almost like searching for things to just be mad at because we're just locked in these houses and we don't know what else to do. There's so much unknown. So many people are struggling you know, financially, their mental health isn't good. And I think, you know, oftentimes, when we're stressed, when we're anxious, when we feel a certain way, we need an answer for that. Like we need to know why we feel this way. And I think it's human nature to just put that feeling on the relationship that's closest to us, whether it's a sister, a mother, a brother. In this particular case, you know, for me, it's a boyfriend. Whenever I'm feeling 
a certain way. I'm having a bad day. I need to know why. No, I can't just wake up and have a bad day. There needs to be a freaking answer as to why I feel this way. It must be my relationship. You know, I feel like we all do that. You know, we need these answers. We analyze it until we exhaust the hell out of ourselves. And then we just make up these false reality and we think a certain way and we make things up and it's just, it's not true. And it's such a negative cycle. And I've been doing that for so long. And I finally had a meltdown the other day and I was just like, enough is enough. This is shit. I'm living in my own hell. I'm making life so much more difficult for myself. This is insane. So I was like, like, you know what? Let's cut this shit out. I've been practicing, you know, for the last years, just been like intentional with my spirituality and who I am in my career. And I feel like sometimes I just put my back, my relationship on the back burner. You know, oftentimes I'm like, it's so simple. It's so easy. So it's fine. I don't really, but no, even the good relationships need work. And I read this book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff in Love. And it was fucking transformative it was amazing it's already changed my life and I just started reading it and they list a hundred small things um, to do in order to like help your relationship and nurture and strengthen your relationship I'm just gonna list five and I'm gonna put my own spin on it um, things that relate to me and things that I feel like anyone can really really relate to and the first one is learning to laugh at yourself this is something that I just started really discovering and understanding about myself is learning to not take things so personal. I don't know who can relate to this, but I'm sensitive as hell. I take everything personal. You know, you say one thing like, oh, you don't look good today. What do you mean I don't look good today? Like, are you serious? Like, how could you say that to me? Or, you know, like you are a little emotional or, you know, Kylie, you're you have Kylie moments, you have silly, stupid moments. I'm like, what did you just say? You're questioning my intelligence. You are not the one for me, you know, just so overdramatic. And for me personally, a thing that I've really struggled with um, is just feeling like people are always questioning me and my intelligence and like, I really base my intelligence off my worthiness. So if someone's questioning my intelligence, I don't feel worthy. If I'm questioning my own intelligence, I don't feel worthy. It's a wild, wild thing. So that's been something that I've been really honing in on lately. You know, and here's an example. Like I did something the other day, like so fucking stupid, like literally like walked in the middle of the street, like when a pickup truck was coming by, like and my boyfriend was like, Kylie, like that was so stupid of you to do that. Like, what, what are you doing? And I'm like, what? You just said that was stupid of me. Like you're questioning my intelligence and I take it so personally instead of being like laughing and be like, you know what, Kylie, that was really stupid that I just did that. So let's just laugh about it and be like, yeah, Dylan, sorry that I put you in that uncomfortable situation. That was insane. I just walked in the middle of the street, not using a fucking crosswalk when a huge pickup truck was coming and almost literally got hit by a truck when my brother's already got hit by a truck. So let's not have that happen again. It's like, what the hell, you know? So that's something that I I'm just really practicing lately. I think, you know, oftentimes there's people that say things to us that are malicious and they are evil, but your people, like your mom, your sister, your boyfriend, you, you know, if you're in a healthy, loving relationship, the things that he's saying to you doesn't come from a malicious or evil heart. You know, he doesn't mean to make you question your worth, make you question your intelligence, he or she, whoever it is you're dating. Um, it comes from a place of care usually, but it also comes from a place of laughter. Like they just want to laugh about things with you, you know? So 
that's my number one thing is just try not to take it so personal you know again if they're being malicious they're being evil then yeah that's not your person and it's unhealthy but typically when it is your person and it's a good relationship um, and a good dynamic they're not saying it's hurt your feelings so learn to laugh at yourself learn to not take things so seriously I think the real peace or the real calmness within us is when we can laugh at our flaws and I don't like the word flaws but the word let's call them you know the not so great qualities of ourselves when we can laugh at those as long as they're not malicious qualities about ourselves you know learn to laugh and learn to to make light of it I think your life not only your intimate relationship but your relationships in general you know I think you'll really see a difference in that so do that shit today right now um and the next one stop wishing this is huge stop wishing they were different stop doing it you know this is something that I really struggle with I'm a perfectionist my boyfriend's kind of a perfectionist and we hold ourselves in our own selves and each other to insane expectations like we literally feel like we have each other on these pedestals and when we come down on these pedestals or like we do something that we question it's like oh my god like how could you do that and we wish oh I wish he didn't do this I wish he didn't do that and oftentimes I really just find myself just finding new things you know like there was one time in our relationship where like um I felt like he was just always making comments and I'm like oh he needs to change that about him I wish that he didn't make all these comments and then he finally stopped doing that and then I found something else oh well now he makes me feel this way I wish he didn't do that blah 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 and I think the moment we can just accept them for who they are and understanding that no one's perfect as long as it's not really like screwing with who we are as a person it's not detrimental to our well-being we can't wish that they were different and here's a quote that I read in the book that I was telling you about and this was so profound when I read it so here it is let me read it okay ready okay go so it says either way it's absolutely guaranteed that whichever of us continues to believe this to be the case will remain in some way dissatisfied it's as predictable as the sun rising in the morning When we attach our own happiness to the insistence that our partner changes, it's only a matter of time before we need a additional change. I met dozens of people, men and women, who desperately wanted their partner to become more helpful around the home. When their dream came true, either through conflict, compromise, or an honest effort by their partner, they quickly discovered that the changes weren't extensive enough. More changes would be better, right? Like we're always wanting more. Oh, you you did that? Okay, now I want you to do this. And the beauty behind, that's not the right word, the what we need to do to stop that is to stop wishing they were different. You know, I have my moments where... I'm not smart and I'm forgetful and it's not a great quality of mine and it drives my boyfriend crazy but he's finally at the point now where he's like you know what I love you Kylie for you I love the things that drive me crazy you know and I love all of your beautiful qualities I don't want to wish that you were different anymore I don't want to wish that you were not forgetful because you're not Kylie you know so kind of remind yourself of that when you're wishing they were you know a better listener or you're wishing they were you know I don't know anything like you know like that you wish that they weren't as forgetful like me or you know you wish that they didn't make so many annoying comments just kind of you know remind yourself that's what makes them them and as long as you can live with that every day and again it's not going to affect you as a person and it's not going to drive you to an unhealthy state of being um 
then just learn to accept it and learn to understand that that's what makes them them and that's what makes them beautiful and stop wishing they were different. But again, if there's things about them that you keep wishing, you know, then maybe ask yourself, you know, can I live with this part of them? And if you can't, then that's a whole nother story. But, you know, the moment we want them to change, just like the book said, it's not going to be enough and we're going to find something else. Oh, well, they changed that. Awesome. Well, this has been pissing me off lately. So I want them to change this. It's a never ending cycle. Just kind of remind yourself that. All right. Stop wishing they were fucking different. Okay. Number three. This is a big one. It seems so simple, but for whatever reason, we forget to make this a priority. You need to make time for them. And I'm not saying like, you know, you got to sit next to each other while the chick's making dinner and the guy or the girl, whoever you're with is, you know, working or whatever. You need to make quality time for each other. Like you may be in each other's presence, but are you really both being present? You know, are you really both enjoying the time that you're spending together? I think oftentimes, especially when we live with our significant, oh my God, did I just have a stroke? With our significant other, um, we just feel like we're always with them. So, you know, we're all, oh my God, I'm always with him. I don't need to make time or make time for her. I'm always with them. Yes, but what is, what are you, how are you spending your time with them? Are you speaking intellectually? Are you speaking deep? Are you communicating? Are you laughing together? You know, are you spending quality time with each other? And just ask yourself that. Yeah, wow, shit. The last week or so, me and blah, blah, blah have been coexisting, but we really haven't been spending time where we've really been learning and communicating and, you know, having sex with each other or whatever it is whatever your love language is, whatever you need to feel happy within yourself, whatever your partner needs, you know, are you giving that to each other? And I think another part of this is for whatever reason, and we do this as human beings, it's a natural instinct. What we do is we automatically put other things before the people that are close to, that we're closest to. They're going to love us no matter what. I have so much work for the next week. Um, and then that all of that work for the next week turns into another week of work and another week of work. And I caught myself doing that so many times where, you know, I was focusing on my spiritual journey. I was focusing on helping people. I was focusing on building a brand, building a business. And I wasn't putting my relationship in front. I was putting it on the back burner because I think oftentimes, like I said, when we're so comfortable with someone and they're so comfortable with us, we just think that they're automatically cool with that. They're automatically going to forgive us if we've kind of forgotten to spend that quality time with each other. And there was a time where my boyfriend kind of was just like, Kylie, like when am I going to get the attention that you give the 500 things in your life, the attention. And what do you mean? I'm with you all the time. I spend time with you. I'm giving you my attention. You have my attention. But it's like, no, when when are you really going to put in the work to figure out the things that you need to work on within our relationship? And when are you going to put in the work to do the things to improve our relationship like you put in the work with all the other things that you do. And I think it's important to know, even if you have a beautiful, um, healthy relationship, it's work. It's work. I mean, think about it. Life's always changing. We're always changing. We need to make sure we're on the same page all the time. We're being a team with our significant other because the quality of our relationships will always be the quality of our life. And the first thing I ask the girls I work with is, how are your relationships? How's the relationship with your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother? And more importantly, how's the relationship with your significant other? Because that's the person who's in your everyday life. That's the person who has more control over you than you may even have over yourself sometimes. You know, so 
I feel like that's a little off track, but it's all in the same realm of things and it all connects, you know, make sure you're putting in that work, make sure you're putting in the effort to spend that quality time with each other. Um, because when we don't and we kind of just put it on the back burner and make everything else a priority, you know, it starts to manifest in really different and negative ways that you become disconnected you become a little resentful subconsciously or they become resentful um and the love just isn't as good as it has the capability of being um if you're doing all the things that I just said you know so when you're with your person ask yourself how do we spend our time do we just coexist and sit next to each other and eat together I make them dinner and that's that or do you actually you know be present with one another Um, So another one that, oh my God, this is so huge. And this is one that I've been on this journey, this season, whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, for so long, it seems like. And I feel like oftentimes the issues in our relationships um, really show like what are the issues within ourselves, the issues within our lives. And something that I struggle with is just turning little things into huge things I'm a very positive person but unfortunately when bad things happen it becomes detrimental even if it's small so what I would say to you is not every fight is detrimental not every fight is an emergency stop treating it like it's an emergency and you're not gonna break up with every fight that there is and for me that's something that I really struggle with and that's something that really came to a head over the weekend because it's like okay, we got in a fight. Like you had a meltdown. Like that doesn't mean you just leave. And that doesn't mean that I just leave. No, not every fight means that we're not right for each other. Not every fight means that, you know, we shouldn't be together. Yes, if you're fighting every second of the day, every day, and it's toxic and it's unhealthy, then yes, break the fuck up with that person. But no, everyone's going to be in fights, get in fights. It's a part of life. It's a part of being in a relationship. You know, I think when we're so close to someone, Um, especially with, like I said earlier, with everything that's going on with the quarantine and we live together and we're together all the time, you're going to get on each other's nerves. And oftentimes we don't even realize when we're getting on each other's nerves. So it just is blown up out of proportion, you know, like, oh, you're so annoying. What? I'm what? I'm so annoying. Oh my God. You treat me like shit. And we just freak out, right? Because we've just subconsciously been holding these things in and something that I've really realized is I'm a great communicator um it's what I do for a living obviously and my boyfriend's a great communicator we're really good at when we feel a certain way we express it we don't leave anything like under we don't push anything under the rug um little things bother us listen this is we're really really good at that it's one of the many things that I love about our relationship but something that I struggle with is I don't go about situation sometimes correctly I don't go about fighting correctly I still haven't really learned how to fight with my boyfriend if that makes sense he's great at it he's amazing at it but I'm just not there yet and I just handle our fights in crazy ways and I have a meltdown oh my god we can't do this we shouldn't be together blah 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 oh my god everything's awful my world's falling apart instead of just being like you know what we're having some issues right now let's take a step back let's change our perspective let's look through it let's look at it through another lens and then let's see how we feel tomorrow right like it's not so serious and sometimes again it's hard to to say that because sometimes it is really serious but there's other times the times that I'm talking about it's not always so serious 
um, so a quote or whatever that I read from this book um, about what I'm talking about says for a long time it seemed that my life was about to begin real life but there was always some obstacle in the way something to be gotten through first some unfinished business some unfinished business time still to be served a debt to be paid then life would begin at last it dawned on me that these obstacles were my life when we see the obstacles even the hassles we experience as an integral part of our life instead of something that is getting in the way of our life it makes virtually everything much easier easier to deal with this is particularly helpful to be aware of in our relationships because it allows us to give our partner the space and freedom to be human to make mistakes and to occasionally say and do the wrong thing which as we all know happens to all of us the other day um i long story short i asked my boyfriend a question and he was like that's not right Kylie like you're literally wrong like I'm not trying to be an asshole but you're wrong not for nothing but you're not right all the time so you don't really have like you can't even you don't have a good track record of being right so like I don't even believe you and it's that's rude right like you're a douche but I literally went psychotic and I was like how dare you first of all you know how I feel about that shit how people question that about me and I I lost it I really really lost it and I had a huge meltdown that meltdown that breakdown that rock bottom whatever you want to call it is essentially what really helped us be like okay we need to figure this shit out right now (laughs) and every morning we've been reading this book both of us he reads a chapter in the morning I read a chapter at night it's really beautiful um but that's what it just what they said you know like our partners are human we seem to forget that especially the perfectionist overly emotional humans like me like you whoever um you know, we think, no, 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 no. If this person's the person for me, we won't get in these fights. I won't question it. He won't question it. Um, you know, he won't question my intelligence. He won't question what I'm the most insecure about. He won't throw that in my face. And, you know, we're human. So sometimes we say things that we really don't mean. He didn't mean to say that after, like, instantly. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I just said that. You know, we need to take a step back and be like, you know what? I know you love me. I know you didn't mean to say that that hurt my feelings so I'm gonna take a second but like I'm not gonna blow this out of proportion you know I'll go in my room I'll fucking journal oh my and then I'll just lose it and I'm stopping that right now because it's unhealthy it's detrimental to my health to my relationship and it serves me absolutely no good the only goodness that it served me was finally having a breakdown that made me realize wow this needs to fucking change how can I change so just remind yourself of that we are all human you know, so when your boyfriend, your girlfriend, they keep making mistakes or they keep speaking to you a certain way that you really don't like, express that to them instead of freaking out. And if they keep doing it, we'll see you fucking later. But the biggest thing is when you express it to them, they're understanding. Like my boyfriend is so understanding when I express these things to him that I'm like, why did I just flip out? Why did I just legit act like a four-year-old girl who couldn't get a lollipop at the bank? Like little things like that, you know? Oftentimes, if that's your person, they'll get it. They'll apologize they never mean to hurt you so that's so important I think that's honestly one if not the most important of all of these practices um another one practice unconditional love this I know is really hard because again we forget sometimes that we're human we are assholes as well and we kind of you know want to just go to the negative right away but my boyfriend has taught me what unconditional love is you know you fight for the things you believe in you don't give up on the things you believe in um 
that's not what you should ever do. Again, if it's causing you, you know, it's affecting your mental health, your well-being, then yeah, see you later. But something that you believe in, someone you love, someone you appreciate, someone who appreciates and respects you, um, you love them unconditionally and you don't give up on, you know, one little thing that made you question the relationship or made you question yourself. You know, you don't want that to be part of your character, do you? And this is something that, I don't know, I feel like it should just be like a duh, of course you practice unconditional love, but that's not always the case. You know, a lot of people don't know what that is because a lot of people feel like they were never loved unconditionally. So how can they love someone unconditionally? You know, that's a whole nother can of worms, but that's another part of it. But it's important for me to say, and this, you may be like, what the fuck, Kylie? But, you know, not a lot of us love unconditionally. Think about it. Love someone no matter what, all the time. It's like, other than, you know, parents to their children, it's like, you know, other than our own children. And will ever will we ever love someone entirely unconditionally? Sorry, I'm trying to get my thoughts together. Because I know that's a weird question, but whether we know or not, we usually place certain conditions on our love and we have a number of expectations. You know, you must do this in order to secure my love. You must put me first. You must be faithful. You must not have friends or express fondness toward members of the opposite sex. You know, you must think like me, prioritize my goals and so forth. And the moment you don't do that, you don't love me unconditionally. I don't love you unconditionally. And it's like, it's a lot to put on someone. It's a lot to put on someone. You know, it says in the book that, you know, we can catch ourselves when we become judgmental or we behave in an unkind way. We can strive to become less jealous, demanding, and replace those tendencies with gratitude and softness. You know, or we can even become better listeners and be more forgiving. You know, this is all about not judging a book by its cover or now that's actually not fucking really relatable at all. But it's it's more so about, you know, accepting someone for their flaws and even more importantly understanding their flaws you know again I don't like that word but so let's call it something different understanding you know the not the great qualities of someone or not even not great qualities but just the struggles that someone has everyone is a certain way you know everyone is a certain way because of a reason a person a situation you know our childhood childhoods they shape us you know so if we have flaws we have things that we're not super proud of we act in certain ways there's a reason behind that so you know practice compassion practice understanding you know it should be easy to do that with someone you love with your entire heart you know as long as they're trying they're putting forth the love they're putting forth the effort you know don't judge them be kind you know be compassionate be understanding and I know it's so hard in the moment when someone does something that pisses you the fuck off especially when it's someone you love you're close you want to tell them that you know they're a douchebag or they're acting like a douchebag you know we're, we can be so mean to the people we love the people we're closest to but you got to practice that unconditional love and you got to just remind yourself he's a human she's a human I'm a human you know we're all fucking humans and we all struggle sometimes and there's reasons behind that you know so be be compassionate be kind and get rid of the judgment it's no judgment free zone you know what I'm saying and last but certainly not least I know I said I was going to do five this is like a little bonus one um, because this is one that I can so totally relate to and I think honestly a lot of people can relate to this one it's you know not all your anxiety your stress your intrusive thoughts is because of your relationship 
I think we always want, like I said, I talked a little bit about this earlier, but I want to get more into it. You know, we want an answer for everything. Um, we need an answer for everything. You know, those overthinkers, those emotional people like me, like you, like whoever, we feel a certain way. Why? There needs to be a reason why. You know what? Yeah, my boyfriend's been kind of an asshole lately. So I'm going to blame it on him. But we can't confuse our own frustration with a problem in the relationship. We can't because that's when we go down that rabbit hole. That's when we go down that just negative tendency of just you know, making life harder for ourselves by just making problems that don't even exist, you know? So they said um, this in the book, you know, I suppose it's human nature, maybe a common human impulse. When you're frustrated, you know, you try to figure out why you're feeling so bad. You pinpoint blame, like I just said, or you come up with some logical, rational to explain your predicament, you know? So when you're down in the dumps or in some way frustrated, you may think, if only I knew I was so upset, I'd start to feel better. And then it hits you. Immediately, you get into your detective mode. You start think of all the ways your relationship isn't what it should be you know you mentally review your partner's imperfections the way your needs aren't being met you analyze the ways your relationships aren't working you analyze you analyze you analyze and then you drive yourself fucking crazy and it's like what are you getting out of this absolutely nothing you're just you're creating problems that don't exist you know so instead of reacting just wait it out like literally wait it out pay less attention to your thinking give it less significance and above all just avoid analyzing you know because if you do you'll immunize and protect yourself in your relationship from a vast majority of day-to-day issues they said the less attention you pay to your negative thoughts and feelings the quicker your mood will rise and your wisdom will return and I know it's like, oh, that's it. Okay, awesome. Thanks. That's those are the answers to all of my troubles. Awesome. Thank you so much. You know, but it really is the small practices that we do day to day. You know, sometimes we need to find that mantra, that affirmation, bring yourself to your center. My new thing lately is I'm having a bad day and it has literally nothing to do with my relationship. It has nothing to do with my boyfriend. I'm stressed. I'm anxious. Not because of my boyfriend, because of this and that you know catch yourself in that moment don't let yourself spiral it's all we can really ask of ourselves when we're in those moments not to let ourselves spiral but instead catch ourselves and do what we need to do to come back to center come back to heart yeah so I'm fucking Gandhi at this point you can call me Kylie Gandhi Farrell um in all honesty though I loved doing this episode so different you know because we're usually funny and we're always talking deep but I don't think I said anything funny during this episode but I hope it was really insightful and educational um inspired you motivated you and made you think you should definitely buy the book I'm going to put it in our show notes because like I said not many books have changed my life but this is definitely one of them that I already see um the change in my relationship and in my life and I want you guys to feel that you know because everything is within our power we have so many things that we have you know the power to change so many things are within our reach sometimes we really just need to be aware of it um so i hope that i helped you guys become a little more aware of some issues thoughts and securities that you may be dealing within yourself your relationships whatever that may be um if anything resonated with you in particular shoot me a dm let me know send it to a friend that you think may need this episode i think a lot of people probably need it right now um So yeah, thanks for listening, guys. As always, don't you forget, be passionate, be kind, and most importantly, be you, sis.